<laughs> what up, Toronto? Well, we've done it two weeks in a row. Welcome back to the Toronto Beer Podcast with me, Chris Schreier, your beer-loving friend and host. It's good to be back, guys. I gotta be honest with you, I've been thinking about this uh, pretty much all week. You'll be shocked at how little preparation I've done with that in mind. But there it is. I did, uh, I did do that. I did think about it today at work. Bit of a blah day. Not gonna lie. It's pretty bored. So I'm watching like 10 different cameras and things here. If my eyes are darting around. But yeah, I found myself uh, really looking forward to sitting down, drinking a beer and uh, talking at the world, screaming into the void, as it were. But uh, there it is. So if you're watching on YouTube, Instagram, or listening at home on the podcast. Uh, good to be with you. Monday night after 9 p.m. That's going to be kind of how we work things. It's going to depend on when the kids get to bed and when I've got a beer ready to go. And uh, tonight we got a real doozy, real, real firecracker. So this past weekend, um, why did we go up? Oh, yeah, uh, we were up in Muskoka this past weekend. It was the... Um, and the Bracebridge Fire and Ice Festival, which happens every year. Kind of cool, fun thing. Uh, the big attraction, they shut down Manitoba Street in Bracebridge, which is uh, the main drag, and it's on a bit of a hill. And uh, they close it all off. It's all pedestrian. But the fun thing is they stack in a bunch of snow on the road, and they uh, they make a big tubing run right down the middle of Main Street. And, uh, oh, wasn't that fun, tubing down the middle of a public road. How about that? So we went and checked that out, had uh, some lunch with our friends over at the Griffin Gastropub, which if you're in Bracebridge, not many better places if you want a nice pint of beer and a, uh, a delicious bite to eat. Uh, we had a ball there, as we always do. Big props to Jed and Kurt and their whole crew and uh, had a real good time. But of course, for me, um, you know, you're up in that area of the world. There's a lot of good breweries, believe it or not. Uh, certainly within uh, Bracebridge on its own, there's Muskoka, of course, uh, brewery uh, many people are familiar with. Lake Abase is up there. Um, Highlanders up in that neighborhood. There's a couple of others. But for me, the big one, if you're watching at home... Yeah, that's going to be, oh, you know, Sawdust City. And so popped into Sawdust, um, grabbed a number of beers, as I tend to do. Um, but we're going to take a tour of this guy right here. Um, I've seen this, obviously, on their socials, I guess, uh, but knew very little about it. But uh, but here it is. We've got uh, Sawdust City Sweeties and Cuties Fruited Table Stout. Now... I believe the claim this year is it contains 17% more table. Uh, no, that's probably not what it is at all. But uh, nice little stout, fruited. I'm not entirely sure what fruits. I'm not even going to read it yet. I haven't looked at the label very much yet. See if I can pick them. Um, but 4.3% alcohol, that's like what we're looking for in a nice kind of easygoing stout. I almost cheated. I don't know if you're watching on the camera. Turn the can. I'm not going to peek. I promise you. Um, so let's get some Foley going here. Um, yeah, that clipped the mic. Always good. Ooh, just out of the can. Hot. Damn, that smells good. Um, hopefully the dirty beer glass police don't have to criticize my glassware. I did do a uh, cleaning on this, but, oh, you know, it's stressful. I don't know if the dirty beer glass police bother much with Instagram Live, but uh, if they do, I might be in trouble. Nope, we're clean. That's good. 
because I wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of their ire. Uh, if you're on the Instagram, look them up, Dirty Beer Glass Police. It's a ton of fun. Um, and try not to be featured on their uh, channel, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, anyway, uh, if you're watching uh, on the cameras, we've got uh, this obviously very deep, dark stout. Um, oh, of course, my phone's right here uh, streaming Instagram. But uh, when I hold it up to the light in my room, I can see the edges are maybe brown with a little hint of red, but this thing is dark, 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 dark black. Um, nice, uh, what would we call that? Am not amber, what am I saying? My brain here, it's sort of a, I don't know, mocha, kind of creamy mocha head. Uh, beautiful looking beer, for sure. I don't know if that sniff came through on the microphone, but I gave her a good old nose there and uh, it's smelling pretty good. Hmm. What do we have in there? I mean, clearly very stouty in its profile. If stouty is a word. Yeah, a bit of chocolate. Bit of coffee for sure. Roasted malts. I mean, clearly it's a stout. Mmm, something's playing with that chocolate. It smells, I mean, uh, fruity. Uh, not killing it tonight, guys. All right, we're going to give it a sip. Mmm. Mmm. Hmm. I mean, there's something citrusy in there, orange. Oh, well, <laughs> I just noticed that it's oranges all over the can, isn't it? I kind of taking that for granted but that's definitely a, a citrusy orangey um what are we thinking about with the orange here it's quite light it's not it's not aggressively orangey mm. oh there's something almost there's a sweetness in there too i'm assuming that's off the malts that's hmm, quite something mm. Mm -hmm. with that orange and that chocolate and yeah, this little sweet pop to it. Mm, it is. Uh, it's like candy. It's like dessert. That is that is really nice. Unexpected. Um, not as aggressively fruity as I was expecting it to be, um, especially with stouts. Sorry, I need another sip there. It can be really hard to nail that balance um, with the stout, with the fruit, um, because Stouts themselves, despite being a lighter beer, obviously, at 4.3 percent, um, and obviously stouts um, typically have a quite light body, um, they can pack a lot of flavor, especially with all those dark malts. And um, so so it can be hard to hit the right balance, um, really easy to get a little too heavy handed with the fruit. But this one, the orange in this is I would almost guarantee you there's pardon me burping in the microphone. Um, I would almost guarantee there's orange juice uh, in here as well as potentially some peel. It's not oily, bitter, marmalady orange, um, because as I'm saying, it's, it's got a sweetness to it, which makes me think that there's probably some actual orange juice in there. Let's take a look at the can. We're going to the we're going to the tape, as I think they say in um, some sport. 
I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> it doesn't really say much on the label. It says that it's brewed and packaged at Sada City Brewing, Gravenhurst, Ontario. Re return for refund where applicable. Um, ingredients, Muskoka water, mar malts, barley, hops, yeast, orange zest, orange juice. Oh, clementine zest and clementine juice. That's probably going to explain some of that extra sweetness. Of course, clementine's um, notably sweeter uh, than the, the oranges. Really nice stuff. I mean, this is... Um, I hesitate to point out that it's very Christmassy. I don't want to make you think it's a winter-only beer. Um, I'm never one for only drink stouts in the winter. You know, um, I think that's foolishness. You're overlooking a really lovely thing. This works all year round. Uh, but of course, that oranginess with that chocolatiness, it's, that's very classically Christmassy. Uh, anyone's ever gotten a Terry's chocolate orange, um, you know, can, can attest to that. So lovely beer. This is uh, Sawdust City. Sweeties and cuties. Uh, these cans, I know for a fact, are available at the brewery in Gravenhurst right now. Um, have not seen them at the LCBO or the grocery store, and I suspect this is a bit of a smaller release. Um, but you could certainly look and ask. Here's a fun fact, kids, especially at the LCBO. Even if you know for a fact that that beer is only available at the brewery, ask at the LCBO. Say, hey, could you bring in the uh, Sawdust City Sweeties and Cuties Fruited Table Stout? It's delicious, and I would like some of that up in my life. And uh, they, they probably won't. But if enough people keep telling them to get in better stuff, especially if you have an LCBO that's a little bit uh, not awesome on its selection, which, hey, they're out there. It happens. Uh, you know, if you can put the gears to them and get them to, to get in some nicer beers, that's the way you go about it. And as well, if it's a brewery that you like, uh, like, for instance, myself with Sada City, uh, it helps them out because obviously their reps are out trying to get listings uh, in every LCBO they can. Um, but there's a lot and you kind of have to deal one on one. So if they've got people out there giving them a little little boost, that's fantastic. So that's that. Sawdust City. Sweeties and Cuties. Fruited Table Stout. Really, really nice stuff. Let's think about this here. Because, mm. of course, we're going to talk about what you might eat with that. Um, What to eat with that? I mean, obviously, a chocolate orange or any chocolate sweets, desserty stuff. Oh, two desserty beers in two weeks, eh? Hmm. Going to have to watch that for next week. Take some taking suggestions if you want to see a beer uh, next week that uh, uh, isn't a chocolatey, <laughs> desserty beer. Um, but in the meantime, uh, you know, obviously, like I say, with dessert, that's fabulous. I'm trying to think of something you could do with this. This could be really interesting. Hmm. The citrus, the citrus. You could do some really interesting things with. Um, Tying the citrus in with other things that citrus goes well with. That's the direction I would go. And I wouldn't lean so heavily on the chocolate. So you might try that. This is going to sound a little crazy. But if you were to do like an arugula salad, maybe with some nice nuts, maybe some walnuts... And then a dressing that either has orange juice or possibly lemon juice. But you're going to get that bright citrusy thing in the salad to play with the bright citrusy thing in the stout. Um, that is not the kind of pairing that most people would reach for immediately. But you might get some interesting results, especially if you added something like some beets or something like that, um, like a roasted beet. Uh, get some earthiness to play with some of that malt. That could be pretty interesting. Definitely not... Uh, 
definitely not the norm, but definitely could work. Then obviously um, desserts, chocolate, anything chocolate, anything citrusy, that's going to work really well. Have that with vanilla ice cream. Maybe throw a scoop of vanilla ice cream up in there and make yourself a float if you like to do that. That's not my jam, but hey, I'm not going to yuck your yum. Um, and then, yeah, with cheese, what kind of cheese would you want to have? Something really creamy, I think. I think I'd want to go with something really creamy because you have this really nice, dry, chocolatey, bitter stout with this sweet, juicy, citrusy uh, orange and clementine. So what we're missing there is like weight and fat. So like a brie. Let's try that with a brie. Should have brought some brie up in here and smeared a bit of that on a cracker. Had it with a bit of this stout. But this is fabulous stuff. Uh, seriously, if you're going anywhere in the neighborhood of uh, Bracebridge, Gravenhurst, Sada City's in Gravenhurst, Ontario. But if you're up in Muskoka, uh, you would be foolish not to stop in at some of the lovely breweries up there. And not least, of course, Sada City. In addition to a fabulous brewery, um, they have a really beautiful, uh, they call it the saloon, the tap room. Uh, it's a full on bar. It's really nice. I really like it there and beautiful bottle shop and huge fridges full of beer and just lovely stuff. So make sure if you're up in that area, check them out. Um, yeah, you've missed the Fire and Ice Festival this year, but hey, next year it'll be on. It's happened every year for the past, I think, five. And uh, you can head up, check out the breweries and uh, definitely get some of this uh, sweeties and cuties Fruit and Table Stout, Sada City. Cheers, Sawdust. Thank you for that. I really, really like this. Glad I got a few. So flipping around, um, what's happening in the world? Guess what, guys? Guess what? If you were listening last week, and by the way, thank you. A lot of you did. Um, our numbers last week, I want to look at them right now. I'm going to refresh this. There's my refresh button. Oh, wait. Am I still live streaming? Did I go away when I did that? I'm not sure if I did or if I didn't. If I did, my apologies, but I'm going back here for a second. Yeah, what did we get there? How many? Oh, yeah. Yeah, at least 30 of you. At least 30 people listened to the podcast, and I didn't publicize it at all. That's fabulous. Definitely got some responses on uh, on Instagram as well. Um, nothing on YouTube. People haven't found it there yet. That's interesting. Let's see how that turns out. But uh, some people are listening, and I appreciate that. Those of you who listened will remember I staked a big claim last week. I said it's dark and cold and snowy out. I bet that means the Roundhouse Craft Beer Festival is coming up. And guess what? I know my stuff, guys. Saturday, February the 1st, 2020, from 11 a.m. till 5 p.m., the Winter Craft Beer Festival tickets are now on sale. $35 all in in advance or 40 bucks at the gate. First 500 people through the gate will receive the limited edition Roundhouse Craft Beer Festival toque, of which I am a proud owner of two and always happy to get one of those toques. Uh... Over 40 breweries, campfires, marshmallows, photo station, DJ and dance party, retro ski gear. That's what they're telling you to wear. And uh, games. They got the beanbag toss, or some people like to call it the cornhole. You heard it first here. Giant beer ping pong. I don't know if that's the beer or the ping pong or everything that's giant. Giant Connect 4. I have to assume that's just the Connect 4. And Giant Jungle. Lots of giant stuff at the Roundhouse Craft Beer Festival this year. Hmm, interesting. Then what are you going to do? You're going to get in, uh, like I say, $35 in advance, $40 at the gate. Uh, and then we've got tokens are a dollar each, uh, one for a half, two for a full. Um, and then some obviously might charge for higher ABV, and that's fine. We like that. Beautiful pictures on the website. And of course, this is at the Roundhouse, right in beautiful, sunny, wintry downtown Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Um, 
right at the Steam Whistle Brewery in Roundhouse Park. Oh, man, these pictures, these people look like they're having a great old time in the snow. God bless them. You want your tickets in advance? Go on down craftbeerfest.ca. And you're going to buy those tickets in advance. Save yourself $5. That's five extra tokens, if I'm doing my math correctly. And uh, have yourself a time. That is this Saturday, February the 1st. Check that out. What else is happening? Good question. I got nothing. Sorry. That's all I got. But uh, definitely, 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 if you can, check out the Roundhouse Craft Beer Festival. If you're up in Muskoka enjoying some of this lovely winter weather we're having, it is snowy and wonderful up there. Uh, check out Sada City. We love them, of course, and all the other good breweries up there in Muskoka. Lake of Bays, you guys are all doing good stuff. Muskoka, of course, as an aside, also distills. They make gin. Um, and I like gin. You know, a lot of people do dry January. I say do, do, do dry January. No retakes, guys. We're live. I can't redo that one. Whew. Well, I guess I could in the podcast. You'll have to wait and see. But that's about it for now. Uh, we have been running eh, about 16. Yeah, 16 minutes is fine. You don't need anything more out of me, do you? I don't think so. I think we're good. So back next week uh, about this time, sometime after 9 p.m. on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be back. Uh, might have to move it around as got a couple of things coming up on Mondays coming up, but we'll bump it probably to Sunday. But I'll warn you of that. Follow along Instagram Toronto Beer Podcast uh, on YouTube. What am I on YouTube? Oh, yeah. Toronto Beer Podcast. Except don't go YouTube.com slash Toronto Beer Podcast because I, I'm not cool enough to have done that yet. Just um, just go on ahead and just search Toronto Beer Podcast. That'd be fine. And I'm sure you'll find us. Uh, and by us, I mean me. I'm using the royal us. Is that what the queen does? One. You'll find one, and that one will be me. Uh, anyway, that's it. That's it for tonight. It is 9.30 p.m. in Toronto. I am going to go and wash some dishes because I am nothing if not an exciting fellow. But I hope you have yourself a good evening. Uh, take care of each other out there. And until I talk at you next week. Be well.